Fuel your team with Total Coffee from Staples Business Advantage. Our comprehensive program offers no upfront cost brewers, installation, maintenance, and supplies. Plus our incredible selection of coffee and beverages, including our new Pick Me Up Provisions brand. We handle everything from finding the best brewer to providing ongoing service, all at no cost with your minimum monthly spend on breakroom products. Visit staplesadvantage.com slash totalcoffee to get started. Good Wednesday morning. Our top story, the one-two punch of snow and record cold set to face millions of holiday travelers. Well, we've got what you need to know. It's December 21st. This is Today. Holiday headings with that monster storm taking aim. Travelers already running into trouble at the nation's airports. It's just been a really hectic day. Flights are delayed, few cancellations. This morning, a first-hand look at what you'll face as you head out and the storm's latest trap. Breaking overnight, surprise visit. Ukraine's president making his way to Washington, D.C., his first trip abroad since the start of Russia's invasion. On the agenda, a face-to-face with President Biden and an address to Congress now weighing billions more in emergency aid for Ukraine. We're live at the White House. Border standoff. The Biden administration firing back after being blocked by the Supreme Court from lifting a key restriction on migrants trying to enter the U.S. That surge only growing amid new fears those lines will get even longer. Five, six thousand refugees per day, possibly even more. Our report from the border just ahead. Dead end. A potential break in that Idaho murder mystery now being ruled out while police respond to mounting criticism over their handling of the investigation. We have 94 years of experience um, between us and we're going to continue to work this case. We'll have the very latest. Those stories plus checking in on Santa. We head to North Pole, Alaska, where people are marking the shortest day of the year. All right. As Mr. Claus gears up for the longest night on his calendar. Today, Wednesday, December 21st, 2022. From NBC News, this is Today with Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza. And a good morning to you. Welcome to today. Thanks so much for joining us on what is a very busy Wednesday morning. Savannah and Hoda getting an early jump on the holiday. This is that time of year when all eyes on North Pole, Alaska. This is true. Here's a look at North Pole right now. Uh, We're going to take you there in just a few moments, just four days now uh, before Christmas. It looks beautiful, though, doesn't it? it All right, we'll get to that in just a moment. But we are also following a major event happening in Washington where Ukraine's president will arrive later this afternoon, set to meet with President Biden and lawmakers on Capitol Hill who are voting on a massive funding bill that includes nearly $45 billion in aid to Ukraine. More on that in just a But we are going to start with that monster winter storm, packing a triple punch of heavy snow, rain, strong winds for much of the country. Just as millions are traveling for the holidays, most of them on the roads. In fact, right now, a live look at the busy Grand Central Parkway here in New York City. Tomorrow and Friday expected to be the the busiest travel days of the year. And again, for those of you counting, just four days until Christmas. 
We've got it all covered for you this morning, including your full forecast. But we are going to start with NBC's Tom Costello. He is at one of the busiest airports in the country, the crosshairs of that winter weather, Chicago's O'Hare. Tom, it looks looks pretty busy already at six in the morning. It's a little crazy here. Good morning. You know, O'Hare has four active terminals and right now, a lot of Chicagoans and folks in the Midwest are trying to get out. They're trying to beat that storm. I just checked, and nationwide right now, we have about 200 flight cancellations and about 500 delays. That's not bad, as again, a lot of folks try to beat the storm. We are right now approaching pre-pandemic passenger levels. In all, 7.3 million of us are going to be flying through January 2nd. Uh, this time we're going to go ahead and start with the pre-boarding process. This morning, countdown to bullseye at the nation's third busiest airport, Chicago O'Hare, chock full of passengers. Okay. Determined to beat the winter storm, now taking aim at the Midwest. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning and welcome on board. This is cruising altitude today is 34,000 feet. ORD, a critical hub for both American and United with the biggest presence here. It's just been a really hectic day. Flights are delayed, few cancellations. Airport execs expect the busiest day will be Thursday hours before the storm is hitting Chicago. We have uh, 500 staff members who are ready to work 24-7 and 350 pieces of uh, snow removing equipment. In the United Ops Center here, they watch every flight to ensure it's fully crewed, catered, fueled, and on time. We got Charlie 26 here. And they're coming from what destination? And United is using a new computer program called Connection Saver calculating how long they can hold a plane's departure for late connecting passengers without delaying the flight. I'm at Charlie 9. At gate C9, agents held the door for 18 passengers arriving late from Denver, hoping to make their Portland flight. Were, yeah. were you running to get here in time? Uh, yeah, my heart rate's still flight. going. <laughs> Good news is you made it. So it's really assessing that risk of holding for that customer and not, not inconveniencing the rest of the folks on, on, the, uh, on the airplane. Hopper.com predicts the busiest days to depart will be this Thursday and Friday, just as the storm is rolling through the Midwest. The busiest return days, December 26th and January 2nd. Most travelers, 102 million in all, will be driving this holiday. Many are now just hours away from braving heavy snow or rain, windswept highways, and bitter temperatures. As Mother Nature tries to upend this year's December getaway. Yeah, here we go. Okay, so if you are one of those people and you find that you need to rebook, guess what? The airlines right now are going to go ahead and drop the, the they're waiving rather the rebooking fees. Uh, they're trying to allow everybody to rebook to get out ahead of the storm. If you get caught, if your flight is canceled, the best advice, try to rebook yourself online on the app. Hopefully that allows you to jump ahead of the long line at the airport of people trying to talk to an agent. You guys? Tom Costello from an already very busy Chicago's O'Hare. Tom, thank you. Good advice. All right, Samara Theodore from Weekend Today. And our NBC station in Washington is in for Al this morning, and she's been tracking the storm and the cold all week. What's the latest? Well, you know, today is the first day of winter, and this storm is showing up and showing out 
Here's the latest since I talked to you yesterday. We've actually seen these watches and warnings begin to expand eastward. We now have doubled that number. Nine million people impacted by these uh, by this storm in particular. Let's go ahead and take a look at some of those impacts. The snowfall. We're talking blizzard conditions, especially around the Great Lakes. So if you're going to be driving in Green Bay, Chicago, up to Grand Rapids, even as far south as Indianapolis, we are going to see very strong wind gusts, and that could lead to zero visibility. Something to keep in mind through your Thursday. Here's a look at some of those wind gusts as I was talking. So uh, Chicago, 48 miles per hour. Detroit, 54. Buffalo, 58 miles per hour. Even pretty breezy down in Washington, D.C. at about 38 miles per hour. So we could actually see some power outages as we head throughout the holidays. And then, of course, we have that rain impact. Showers moving in heavy at times, one to four inches possible Thursday and Friday. Stick around because we're going to talk about, uh, you know, how this could turn into an icy situation Friday into Saturday. All right, Samara, we'll come back to you in just a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we learned overnight that this will be a historic day in Washington, D.C. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky set to visit the nation's capital, meeting with both President Biden and Congress today. In fact, here he is arriving at a train station in Poland ahead of his flight to the United States, marking the first time Zelensky has left his country since the start of Russia's invasion. NBC's chief White House correspondent, Peter Alexander, joins us with more on this. So, I mean, Peter, let's start here. What are Zelensky and Biden, what are they both hoping to accomplish from this visit? Yeah, Craig, to be clear, this comes as a major holiday surprise. This visit, I think, is really intended to try to reaffirm the U.S.'s commitment to Ukraine. Notably, today marks 300 days since Russia launched its brutal invasion. President Zelensky, he's expected to arrive here at the White House early this afternoon. He'll meet with President Biden. The two of them will hold a news conference before the Ukrainian president delivers an address to a joint session of Congress. That'll happen this evening. As you know, Zelensky really is the face of this fight just yesterday going to the front lines in eastern Ukraine where he was actually given a signed flag from soldiers there to deliver to the U.S. Uh, A senior administration official overnight tells me that the U.S. today is also going to announce plans for the first time to send Ukraine a Patriot missile defense system, Craig, that gives the Ukrainians a new capability to target Russian missiles and drones. Uh, Peter, to your your point, we are almost a year out from the start of this, this invasion. What do we make of the timing? Why now? President Biden, as we're told, he he invited Zelensky last week. This visit, believe it or not, coming together in just the last few days, kept secret due to security concerns. Tonight, Zelensky, he's going to speak directly to some of his skeptics, though, including some Republicans who've expressed serious reservations about continuing to send uh, aid to Ukraine beginning next month. Republicans will control the House. And right now, Congress is considering approving another $45 billion in aid that would bring the total U.S. assistance to Ukraine to more than $100 billion. Craig. Our chief White House correspondent, Peter Alexander, for us. Peter, thank you. Turning now to the border battle and the tense back and forth over illegal crossings. The Biden administration now asking the Supreme Court to end key restrictions on migrants just a day after justices temporarily ruled they will remain in place. NBC's Morgan Chesky is on the Texas-Mexico border with more. Morgan, good morning. Yeah, Chanel, good morning. And with illegal crossings here on the Rio Grande breaking records, both sides agree something needs to be done. But as of right now, that compromise has yet to be seen. Now, with Title 42 likely lasting through Christmas, many fear it's only delaying an inevitable migration boom. Turned away at the Texas border, 
The National Guard blocking migrants from entering the United States. One official telling them to try an official port of entry instead. It's a snapshot of El Paso under a state of emergency amid a growing border crisis. The Biden administration has no plan on how to deal with this situation at the border once Title 42 goes away. In response to the Supreme Court's pause of Title 42, the Biden administration asking the high court to delay its expiration until after Christmas. But ultimately, it wants the court to reject efforts by Republican-led states to keep the pandemic-era policy in place permanently. In a Tuesday filing, the White House acknowledging the end of Title 42 will likely lead to disruption and a temporary increase in unlawful border crossings. Immigration advocates echoing the need for change. This was a public health measure, not an immigration enforcement measure. We need to get rid of Title 42. We visited this migrant camp in Reynosa, Mexico, where Pastor Hector Silva de Luna told us immigration policies mean little to those chasing the potential of a better life. Do people come up to you and, and ask you about Title 42? They don't know what Title 42 it means. He tells us over the last year, Venezuelans, Haitians, and Nicaraguans waiting to claim asylum have quadrupled the size of this tent city. Back in El Paso, despite DHS and Border Patrol moving out more than 10,000 migrants this week alone, Shelter Director Ruben Garcia fears an even bigger spike if Title 42 ends. I believe Border Patrol is going to be tro- processing five, 6,000 refugees per day, possibly even more. For now, they pray with a future as uncertain as ever. Now, as for the fate of Title 42, the Supreme Court could choose to let it expire per the Biden administration's request in just a few days. Or if they so choose, the high court could take weeks, even months to study this challenge submitted by those Republican-led states. Mm. Chanel? All right, Morgan, thank you. Now to growing problems tied to the so-called triple-demic with cases of the flu, COVID, and RSV still overwhelming hospitals. Adding to concern now, even more drugstore chains are going to be limiting the sale of certain popular medicines. NBC National correspondent Gabe Gutierrez is here with more on this one. Gabe, good morning. Hey, Craig, good morning. An industry group is calling the demand for children's pain relievers right now unprecedented, but it's cautioning against declaring a widespread shortage. Still, for many parents across the country, the scramble for those meds is hitting home right in the middle of the holidays. This morning, Kroger is joining other major pharmacies struggling to keep up with the triple-demic. CVS, Walgreens, and now Kroger limiting sales on children's pain relief products per customer. Walgreens suggests for customers looking for items, our website updates with the latest available store inventory information frequently throughout the day. Many shelves nationwide empty, stunning doctors. I never thought I would see anything like that in the United States in my lifetime. And leaving families on edge. It was scary. It was frustrating. It was it was infuriating. Ashley Mishler from Memphis went to five different stores trying to care for her 18-month-old son. We couldn't find um, his cough medicine. He had a fever and a cough. You just want relief for your children. The triple-demic, flu, COVID, and RSV has led to a 65% increase in sales of pediatric pain and fever meds last month compared to last November. Doctors suggest families get creative. I think in terms of um, some of your medications and stuff, if you can find chewable tablets, 
um, like say for amoxicillin or something like that, we can use chewable tablets for little kids. Health experts say RSV has dropped off in the last few weeks, but flu and COVID rates keep rising, and another surge is expected in January following the holidays. To use high-quality masks when indoors in public settings. This is especially important for people who are or who are getting together with people at increased risk for complications from COVID, RSV, or the flu. Ashley canceled her holiday plans, deciding to celebrate only with her immediate family. She suggests reaching out to your neighbors for help if you can't find the medicine you need. Talk to your neighbors, talk to your friends, and, you know, try to work together as a community to say, hey, you know, I checked this store. Health officials say it is hard to predict where we might see additional drug shortages in the coming months. So always talk to your doctor if you start to feel sick, Craig. All right. Gabe Gutierrez for Escape. Thank you. In Northern California this morning, tens of thousands are cleaning up after a large earthquake rattled the region. The 6.4 quake damaging homes, businesses and roads and knocking out a number of power and gas lines. NBC national correspondent Miguel Almaguer is following that story for us. Miguel, good morning. Chanel, good morning. Humboldt County is earthquake country here in California. Overnight, Governor Gavin Newsom proclaimed a state of emergency in response to that powerful quake that hit in the middle of the night. And while millions did get a warning on their cell phones that a rattler was coming, there was no stopping the widespread damage. With lives and homes turned upside down, this morning aftershocks are still rattling Humboldt County, California, after a powerful and deadly 6.4 earthquake shook the region. A Riedel, a structural collapse with entrapment. Splitting open homes, destroying businesses, and severing roads, the quake struck at 2.34 a.m. Tuesday as most were fast asleep. All of a sudden, there was this huge boom. Everything started shaking. With violent shaking reported for up to 20 seconds, the tremor was centered 200 miles north of San Francisco, just outside the small town of Ferndale. This is ground zero. We have several of the residents that have been uh, red tagged. Authorities now say two people suffered medical emergencies and died. Eleven others were injured. As homes slid off foundations, bridges cracked and roadways splintered. More than 70,000 lost power. But for some, there was a warning. State officials say California's MyShake app alerted 3 million users a quake was coming 10 critical seconds before the ground rumbled. While experts say tremors may relieve some seismic pressure, there's no way to predict when the next big one is coming. This is just a reminder that California is earthquake country. Urging residents to tie down furniture that can easily tip over, authorities say this quake is also a reminder to store extra water, non-perishable foods, and medicine before the next big one hits. Tuesday's quake came exactly one year to the day. A 6.2 tremor rocked the same area. Now, as dozens of aftershocks rattle the region, this is another unsettling reminder tens of millions are living on shaky ground. As for that MyShake app, it's designed to give residents a warning just a few seconds before an earthquake. Now, yesterday's quake happened at 2.30 in the morning while most people were still in bed. But if they heard the alert and acted quickly, it was enough time to duck and cover.
Chanel. All right, Miguel, thank you. There's a lot happening in the weather. No. We've got earthquakes, we've got snow, we've got wind, we've busy. got bitter cold tomorrow. Yeah, uh, and it's all coming right during that holiday. <clears throat> that holiday impact. Oh, no, guys, it seems like Old Man Winter's got me. <laughs> Let's go ahead and take a look right now. Now, time is your greatest resource, okay? So this storm is hitting Thursday and Friday, but take a look at today. Sunshine up and down the East Coast, down into the Gulf states, out West. So if you're traveling into the Midwest, the Upper Great Lakes, if you're traveling to the East Coast, you still have some time. If you can leave today, I think that may be the better bet. And that's your latest forecast. Back to you both. All, All right. right. Smart. Thank you. Coming up here this morning, some new disappointment in Idaho. After what seemed like a promising lead in those murders of four college students fell through. So where does the now six-week-old investigation go from here? We're going to have a live report from them. Plus, today is the winter solstice, the shortest day of the year. And we've sent Carrie Sanders to the North Pole, North Pole, Alaska, where the temperature has plunged to minus 40 wow. as Santa gets ready for his yearly ride. We'll check in on the preparations. <laughs> but first, woo, this is Today on NBC. Fuel your team with Total Coffee from Staples Business Advantage. Our comprehensive program offers no upfront cost brewers, installation, maintenance, and supplies. Plus, our incredible selection of coffee and beverages, including our new Pick Me Up Provisions brand. We handle everything from finding the best brewer to providing ongoing service, all at no cost with your minimum monthly spend on breakroom products. Visit staplesadvantage.com slash total coffee to get started. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. with the festive holiday display. This is in Gallipolis, Ohio. Today's stop on our merriest Main Street tour. Look at this crowd. We can't wait to show you more and chat with all of the people behind it coming up in just a bit. There's a Grinch there. I saw an elf It gets there. bigger and bigger. Yeah, we'll do that in just a few moments right now, though. Let's get a quick check of your 730 headlines on this Wednesday. The House Ways and Means Committee voted yesterday to make six years of former President Donald Trump's tax returns public. The information could end years of speculation about his business dealings and personal wealth. The committee released a report concluding that the IRS failed to pursue mandatory audits of Trump on a timely basis during his presidency. It raises new questions about his claim that he could not release his tax filings because of the ongoing reviews. 
Convicted murderer Scott Peterson was denied a new trial yesterday in the 2002 death of his pregnant wife, Lacey Peterson. The judge ruling that a juror in the original trial committed misconduct by providing false answers during jury selection. But the judge said the answers were not, quote, motivated by improper bias against Peterson. So a new trial is unnecessary. Peterson is serving a life sentence without the possibility of parole. Some sad news from the sports world this morning. Franco Harris, one of the greatest running backs to ever play pro football, has died. The Hall of Famer played most of his career for the Pittsburgh Steelers from 1972 to 1983, and he racked up more than 12,000 yards rushing. But he was probably most famous for this, that game-winning touchdown he scored that forever became known as the Immaculate Reception. Mm. It was a playoff game against the Oakland Raiders back in 1972. Franco Harris was 72 years old. All right, we have a lot more to get to, including the latest on that mysterious case in Idaho. We're following closely. More than six weeks after four college students were brutally murdered, police are still struggling to find leads that pan out. Yesterday, the investigation hit another roadblock. NBC Steve Patterson joins us now. Steve, good morning to you. Yeah, guys, good morning. Police have received over 10,000 tips related to the murders near the University of Idaho campus. And just yesterday, news of a white Hyundai Elantra that crashed in Oregon captured the attention of authorities as well as Internet sleuths. But it was later to, to be determined not to be connected. What I want people to know is this is a Moscow Police Department investigation. Moscow's police chief taking full ownership of a case with few clues and no named suspects so far. Uh, My command team oversees this. We have 94 years of experience um, between us, and we're going to continue to work this case. Vowing not to give up after the lawyer for one of the victim's families criticized law enforcement on today. I'm not sure they are... um, capable of handling a quadruple murder Um, and and maybe they should be getting more help and maybe there should be some different lead investigators on the case police also say they know about a surveillance video that appears to be from the night of the murders Police say they've identified the Adam named in the video and that he's cooperating with detectives. Investigators have been searching for information about a white Hyundai Elantra that they say was close to the scene of the murders of the four college students last month. Hopes lifted yesterday when police took a closer look at one car matching the description that crashed in Eugene, Oregon, some 500 miles from Moscow. But they later said the owner is not believed to be related to the murders. Also this morning, some more background emerging. An apparent police body cam video posted to social media by a News Nation correspondent purportedly showing Moscow police called to the same house for a noise complaint months earlier on September 1st. Police later making contact with a woman who identifies herself as Maddie Mogan, who confirmed she lives there. None of the, the occupants that live at this address are here right now. So now you have a house full of random people. NBC News has not verified the video. A community still hoping they're one step closer to the truth. And NBC News has reached out to Moscow police for comment on what appears to be that September body cam footage, but we have not heard back. Craig? I mean, Steve, here's the thing. You know, a lot of these families are going to be spending their first Christmas without their loved ones. Any word, have they said how they're going to be getting through this? 
You know, it's going to be very difficult, Craig. Uh, Kaylee's father, Steve Gonzalez, has essentially said that Christmas just doesn't make sense with the case so close to his family's heart. Ethan Chapin was a triplet. All three of those kids attending that school together. His mother telling us her children need to be lifted up after the loss of their brother. Mm. For sure. Uh, Steve Patterson for us this morning. Steve, thank you. All right. We have a lot more to bring you on this Wednesday morning. Coming up with just four days until Christmas, Carrie Sanders has made his way to one of the busiest and coldest places to be, North Pole, Alaska. Carrie? <laughs> well, the big guy says that he is still reading letters for kids. And then, of course, there are the reindeer. I'm just going to feed this. Whoops. There we go. Whoops. There we go. I'm going to back up. There we go. Eating a little bit for what will be the longest day of the year for this guy and for Santa in just a few days, guys. It's exciting and cold. We'll have those details coming up. Fuel your team with Total Coffee from Staples Business Advantage. Our comprehensive program offers no upfront cost brewers, installation, maintenance, and supplies. Plus our incredible selection of coffee and beverages, including our new Pick Me Up Provisions brand. We handle everything from finding the best brewer to providing ongoing service, all at no cost with your minimum monthly spend on breakroom products. Visit staplesadvantage.com slash total coffee to get started. Hello, parents, homeschoolers, and teachers. Trusty narrator here from the Who Smarted podcast. Our 15-minute episodes are perfect for car rides, bedtime, break time, class time, or any time. We make learning science and history fun and funny for 7 to 11-year-olds with new episodes every week. Look for Who Smarted on any podcast platform or at whosmarted.com. And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com. We are back, coming up on 740 now. Carson Daly's joined the party. So we've been mentioning this this brutal cold that's going to impact a lot of holiday plans in the days ahead. But that bitter cold we've been talking about, nothing compared to the temperatures in one very important place this week. And, of course, we all know and love our very own Carrie Sanders. Mm -hmm. Carrie is based in uh, Miami at our bureau there and often fills our airways with warm weather stories. (laughs) So we thought we would... Give him a little early holiday gift and send him as far away as possible, but still remain in the U.S. That would be North Pole, Alaska. Carrie is there now, just like Florida, Carrie, right? Just like Florida. It's it's 40 degrees below here. And today, as you've noted, is the winter solstice, which means it's the shortest day of the year. And goodness knows we could use a little more sun to just take a little edge off 40 below. But while we are here on what is the shortest day, the longest day for somebody else, Santa Claus and his reindeer is just about to begin. Ho, ho, ho. It's a late start this day for third-generation Alaskan Corey Eberhardt, 8.40 a.m. The sun still won't be up until 11 a.m. But darkness and extreme cold are no excuses to put off chores at his aptly named Taste of Alaska Lodge. Feels like the middle of the night. The moon is up and it's really dark. Yeah, sometimes you wake up and you find out it's still three in the morning and you think it could be six. Today on this, the shortest day of the year, the sun in the greater Fairbanks area will hug the horizon for only three hours, 42 minutes. In that darkness, life goes on. All right, hey! 
dog still pulls sleds here. But 23-year-old native musher Izzy Rice tells me more often it's to give tourists a sense of what Alaskans hold dear while in the process dispelling myths. But we got regular houses just like everybody else up here. And everybody wonders if you live in igloos? Yeah. And did you take a dog sled to school as a kid? I did not. No, I rode a bus. <laughs> Even locals say four months of more darkness than light can be depressing. But during these very long dark days, there are some magical moments. The northern lights. It's like colorful wind through the sky. Alaska, our 49th state, a spot of stunning beauty that draws tourists from around the world, but rarely in winter. Love it. Yeah. Is there any beauty in this darkness? I think so. You can really see the stars. The stars are amazing, too. Alaska's indigenous people long ago celebrated the Chena Hot Springs. When you use the, the healing waters, it makes you 10 years younger and you feel like a young rooster. But first, there's a rule for visitors from the lower 48, liquid courage. The springs are a steaming 106 degrees. Oh, it's warm. The largest group bobbing right now, Alaskans. I just feel a little frozen and crispy. The ironically named Summers family often goes viral. We were praying for snow, <laughs> we got it. Explaining how they survived this brutal environment. Stay inside, that, yeah, we do stay, stay inside. inside. Okay, I'm freezing. Let's get in here. Everybody warm me up here. Come on. There we go. The Christmas spirit, infectious. You like magic? Yeah. Well, so do I. With just days to go. And from the North Pole, Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. So I asked Santa if I might be able to hitch a ride on his sleigh just to get out of these temperatures. And he told me, unfortunately, there is no room on the sleigh because there have just been so many good boys and girls this oh, year. Oh, that's, that's, that's a good There's a good reason that. why, then. Carrie Sanders. I love it. Thank you, Carrie. I didn't recognize Carrie without being in his Florida shorts. <laughs> That's right. It's all bundled right. up. Exactly. Can Long you imagine? Way from Miami. 40 degrees below. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Well, speaking of cold tips, let's check in with Samara for another look at the forecast. That's right. It's not just up north that's going to be dealing with this cold weather. Here at home in the lower 48, we are also dealing with some frigid conditions. In fact, this is dangerous cold. Take a look right now at some of the wind chill watches, wind chill warnings. We're talking from Billings all the way down to Brownsville, Texas, out towards Atlanta. 88 million people impacted. Let's see what we're looking at walking out the door this morning. So sub-zero temperatures. This is how Earth decided to greet our friends in Rapid City as they walked out the door. Minus 31 degrees, bundle up. Billings, minus 28. The cold follows us into Christmas. And that's the forecast. Back to you all. All right, Smart. thank you. Up next, it wouldn't be the holiday season without watching a holiday classic. But which films and cartoons are the most Beloved of all time, we're revealing the list right after this. I made my family disappear. We're back, <laughs> back with a Christmas classic, Home Alone there. Why? Well, because a new survey is revealing the most beloved movies to watch during the holiday season. I'm making right. my own list before I get <laughs> yeah. to this list. Uh, let's take a look at the top five according to this survey. Coming in at number five, 2004, The Polar Express movie. Stunning. Directed by Robert Zemeckis. 
uh, Tom Hanks, of course. Mm-hmm. Very bizarre animation, I yeah. thought at the time. Still do. Yeah. You guys watch this one? In I'm the surprised house? it's number five. Well, my kids have watched it, but you're right. The animation is a little. This is one of the rare cases I can say I read the book and they haven't oh, seen the movie. Oh, there you go. Yeah, the All right. Well, good. how about All number right. four? Number four, How the Grinch oh, Stole yeah. Christmas. Yes, classic. Yeah, this one's no pretty good. Classic, it. of course. Uh, two, 19, it came out in 2000, Jim yeah. Carrey. Uh, good one there. All right. And then we just saw a clip of this one. Classic. Home I Alone agree. Came in number three. I agree. I had that higher on my list personally, but let's not argue about it. It's the <laughs> <Yeah>. holidays. <laughs> uh, another example, I, I think we're the second Home Alone might have been better than the first Home Alone. Oh. Uh, second That's place, a Charlie Brown Christmas. I would say Classic. yes. Right? Yes. Okay. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. I Wait, like walking no? by the TV and seeing the cartoon, but if I'm making my top five list, it's not in it. But that's okay. Charlie Brown's not in the top five. It's not. It's not. I recognize it as being historic and, and very fun <laughs> and nostalgic, but it's not one that I want to watch. You know what? I would agree watch. with that. I would oh. agree with that. Number All right, one, how about number one? Let's take a look. Aww. It's a Wonderful Life. I say, look, it's a classic, 1946. Right that is a good does. movie. That is yeah, a classic. I say yes. So well, I'm, I'm intrigued my by list, list, number five, Daddy's Home 2. That's a great movie if you haven't seen that. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I haven't oh, seen great. that. Oh, great. Number movie? four, The Santa Claus. Tim Allen's incredible. Okay. Okay. Number three, Christmas Vacation. How do you not have Chevy oh, Chase on this that's list? True. Okay. Um, two, Home Alone 2. I have it. Number two. Number one's Elf. Elf. Okay. Elf. 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 Is on, you know what? Elf is number 10 on the national list. I'm with you. Elf should be top five. There you go. All right, guys. Coming up, another movie list today. Debate Variety's first ever. They've never done this before. 100 of the greatest movies of all time. Also, Martha Stewart's here. Full holiday hostess mode. She's bringing her nut balls and some eggnog. Fuel your team with total coffee from Staples Business Advantage. Our comprehensive program offers no upfront cost brewers, installation, maintenance, and supplies. Plus, our incredible selection of coffee and beverages, including our new Pick Me Up Provisions brand. We handle everything from finding the best brewer to providing ongoing service, all at no cost with your minimum monthly spend on breakroom products. Visit staplesadvantage.com slash total coffee to get started. 